This is Jeff Hardy of the Club Kayfabe Podcast, and I want to talk about a serious issue. You see, somebody burned down my house, they burned down my drugs, they burned down my shoes, they burned my toast, they burned everything. But what they can't burn down are the eyeballs on my eyeballs. Please enjoy listening to the Club Cafe podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 124 of the Club Cafe podcast. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Dan Peck. What's this? What's this? It's Chris. It's Chris, the other guy. It is. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, what's up, guys? I'm Chris O'Mealy, and as you know, that was a line from Nightmare Before Christmas, which is this week's Talkin' Talkies, which you can check out on the Giant Media Ball and all that other fun stuff. But you guys already knew that. You're tuned in to Club Kayfabe, episode 124. Did you just because, of course. Del Rio style. <clears throat> that worked really well for the audio I know, on this podcast. audio podcast, it works out great. But you guys are here because you want to talk about wrestling. So first, let's talk about Double Down on... Uh, KFC. Uh, no, <laughs> Double Down oh, on, uh. Arrow, on Arrow this week. With his... Uh, oh, his, his Cuban flesh playing is, cards. Is, is Chev muting the show right now? Yes. Oh my goodness, Chev made a post about, about where he was, and then frickin' uh, Monty posts something about the latest episode, and I'm like... Uh, uh, but I knew if I didn't say anything then, Chev would not realize that's what it was. But now he knows that what Monty posted was, <laughs> yeah, spoiled the whole series. Yeah, that was uh, crazy. He was getting KC, KFC double downs tattooed on him when that happened, so he's able to tear them off his skin and throw them. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, alright. <clears throat> As you know, Hell in a Cell is this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. And there was some stuff that happened on Raw that we're going to kind of talk about, but uh, mostly we'll kind of discuss it as we're doing the pay-per-view stuff. But So we're going to start off with the good, the bad, and the ugly, and start off with the Raws, or at least like the two things on Raw that we absolutely need to talk about right away. And uh, they, they kind of correlate. First things first, a bunch of legends came out on Raw and did absolutely nothing. Raw is cock tea. <laughs> but of those legends who did nothing, the one who did the most things was Shawn Michaels, who had a really awesome Seth Rollins uh, just exchange of words promo that was kind of like, oh, they're calling me you Shawn be Michaels. Me? I'm yeah. me. You're you. You're not me. You're you. Yeah, pretty much. I was the first me before there was a me. <laughs> Oh no, he's he's the new hipster now that Roddy's gone. <laughs> yep, hipster break kid. Uh, is that what the H stands for now? Hipster beatnik kid. Yeah, <laughs> hipster beatnik kid. We might save that. <laughs> hipster beatnik kid. All right. So the whole point of this promo was that people are calling Rollins Shawn Michaels 2.0, and he's all like, "Why would you even want to be 2.0 of anything? You should be the original." That's what I was. And then here's where the here's where it gets bad for me, not for Pat. 
this all leads into, well, now you have to face Ryback. And I'm like, yeah, oh, oh, that's where they went to. And he's like, check out my pink singlet. Because I'm gay. Yeah. Feed me more cocks. The big guy supports the tatas. Wow, that promo, that promo mustn't have gotten onto Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Something tells and, me that was edited out. And then, Rollins, and then Rollins wins. Because he's the champ and Ryback's Ryback. Because he's not losing to Ryback before he defends the title in Hell in a Cell. All right, here's well, the not in a Hell in a Cell, but at right. Hell in a Cell. The, the hell, up remain, yes. yes, exactly. Around a Hell in a Cell. Near uh, a Hell below in a Cell. A, below nearby, a Hell in a Cell. Nearby a Hell yeah. in a Cell. Adjacent to. And they're not going to jump off of it, so it's just a match of bullshit. Right. <laughs> the other thing that... Wow, that was a year ago. Leave the memories alone. Wow. <laughs> The, the other thing that needs to be discussed from Raw, th- this all kind of correlates to each other, so I'm going to start with this. First of all, the Wyatt family comes out, and Eric Rowan's back. No no intro or anything. There's just two guys wearing sheet masks, and it's just like, huh. And the best part was the commentary where Cole's like, Byron, did, did, John, did you, did you see who's out there? They're like, yeah. Oh, no, J- John was the best. He goes... I noticed more who's not out here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, it was apparently personal reasons is what kept Mr. Harper away from the Raw this week. Not He is not under heat for that really awesome uh, Twitter picture that Jericho posted where everybody's in a Luke Harper yeah, yeah, yeah shirt. And they're doing the Shawn Michaels diesel poses. Yes, except for friggin' Primo who's flipping off the camera like a teenager. Like a white girl, yeah. This is yeah, so pretty cool, much. right? It's like like a basic white girl. He's got his With pumpkin his, spice latte in the other hand. His pumpkin spice flip off. <laughs> so like, Harper is, however, scheduled to be at the pay per view. He is in L.A. because this is the new SummerSlam. Because that's where he'll get suspended. Yes, of course. So above the ring, like the one I said. And they, no, they changed up the pre-show match. That was a big match. boss man gimmick. So they changed up the pre-show match, blah, blah, blah. All right, so here's what I need to yeah, talk about. Yeah, which is really weird, but we'll talk about that later. Roman Reigns has a face-to-face with Bray Wyatt where he's like, I'm going to get two chairs, one for me, one for you. And he, like, invites him in the ring to get up. Is this face. part of the good? <laughs> it, it started off really good. It, it was actually then- a really good promo to start off because he talked about the, the entire journey of this rivalry, which has been... Fun to watch. Which has been around since, like, four Money months into both the of crank. them. Oh. Money oh, so the we're not going to talk about when they feuded when they were both, when he was in the Shield? Nope. That doesn't that doesn't matter anymore. That's not possible. Except for... Except it matters in the main event. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was weird. Roman started talking, and he had this really good tangent he was going on, and then I think... Rowan and, and Strowman were supposed to get in the ring sooner than they did, or Ambrose was supposed to come out sooner, something. But Roman kind of like got to the end of what he was saying, so then he just kept repeating himself until yeah, someone was, finally did weird. something. It was, it was weird. It was, it was potential. And this is disappointing to me because this is two weeks in a row now where Roman has really dropped the promo bomb. You so it's kind of like... It's kind of like, God damn it, now he's going to go over at Hell in a Cell, and it's gonna, it's literally going to be the wrong guy went over. Instead of, man, Roman and Bray are going to have this great match, and they're both going to get made. Now it's, man, he really doesn't deserve to go over. But he will. Up, so. 
but he will, and we'll talk about that. Um, and then the main event was Dean Ambrose with Roman Reigns, and they needed a partner, so throughout the show they convinced Seth Rollins to team with them and everyone's like oh my god the shield is reuniting except the whole time I'm like no he's not going to do anything he's going to just walk away from the match and lol what do you think he did speaking of the shield Chickless is on Gotham oh wow really yeah who is he he's pretty pretty fucking sweet is what he is what do you think he is he plays a cop that's in charge like he does in everything oh okay I thought he was going to play a character that just didn't fit his demeanor at all. They're like, you're going to be the Mad Hatter. So Gotham. Haven't seen that show in a while. Are we going with the Gotham talk? No, I don't have any Gotham talk. Okay, moving on. Is Gotham talk over? I uh, didn't even start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think we had a technical hiccup. Y'all went quiet. Okay. So let, let's yeah. go from where we were. What? The shield thing? So yeah, the shield, <clears throat> it was as simple as... and that, But this felt like a show that was just so jam-packed that it wasn't even worth throwing that on either. Because, like like we said, we started with uh, Stone Cold, and he's like, If you want to see Undertaker, give me a hell yeah! And he just disappeared. And, uh, <laughs> and that's, Sean that's my gimmick. <laughs> and we had Ric Flair. Whose music started after he was already in the ring. Who who introduced Roman Reigns. Yeah, it was... I thought they were going to do another panel like they did the last time they had the guys on. They were all going to give their opinions and everything. And... Ugh. Oh, no. Yeah, Talk they're not welcome wrong. here. <laughs> There'll be more of those later. All right, so... Raw was weird, but uh, Pat has the lowdown on something really big that happened on SmackDown that we need to discuss. Oh, yeah, this is breaking news. Guys, hold on. Two something days ago. happened on SmackDown. What? Say so, what? Roman Reigns, say what? <laughs> and it happened on Miz TV. Damn. No, you're making this up. This did not happen. <laughs> so <laughs> this is bullshit. So Miz is talking to Dolph Ziggler about the whole love quad triangle, as he put it, between Ziggler, um, Summer Rae. You mean that thing that's Lana no longer a thing? Rusev. Right. The thing is no longer a thing. It would also be called a love rectangle, not a quad triangle. <laughs> quad um, triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would at least Miz. be a parallelogram. A love parallelogram. A love rhombus. Um, <laughs> love rhombus. A love rhombus. That'd be a great name for a band. <laughs> Love Rhombus. Be a great name for an episode. <laughs> Love Rhombus. Wow. Uh, so anyway, Summer Ray comes out and she says, you know, I'm really sorry what happened with Rusev and blah, blah, blah. And Dolph's like, yeah, we're not getting back together. She says, oh, no, I just wanted to introduce you to my new boyfriend. Oh, my God, it's Tyler. So Did he get a pop? He got a huge pop. And uh, he came down in the ring, did his full intro, still has the same music, still has the... Um, selfie his stick? Yeah, his Titantron is literally just the, the selfie stick showing the camera all the way to the ring. And um, I, I love what Dad Dahl pointed out, that they're going to start selling Tyler Breeze selfie sticks as merch, but that you're not going to be able to bring them to any arenas because they're <laughs> all banned. Uh, 
So yeah, he comes to the ring. He's dating Summer Ray now. He said he left his re- his um, residence in Monte Carlo to come to Summer's aid. Uh, and Dolph Ziggler started talking, and he beat the crap out of Ziggler, is, which is... Is, is Summer's Aid the name of the concert that Love Rhombus is performing at? Yes, actually. Um, oh, oh, God, there's Summer Breeze, douche. <laughs> oh, that's why they're together. Obviously. Because he's a douche. thought of that yet. Uh, no, but yeah, next yeah, week. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. You douche. <laughs> Sometimes. My daughter does. Oh, there was something else about this I was going to say about this whole connection, but I can't Because we're getting a freaking Dolph Ziggler, Tyler Breeze feud, which is going to be amazing. And what's funny, I think it's awesome because like it, it's noticeable how much bigger Dolph Ziggler is. And he even said he's like, man, he's like, I've seen so many of you guys come in, and so many, le-. and then Tyler Breeze just punches him right in the face and just starts attacking him. And he's such a, he's a smaller guy, but it looked believable enough. So I, I was really glad with how that went. Yeah, much smaller than Ziggler though. Oh, I think so. I think, it, I think it definitely shows if you watch on SmackDown. Well, all right, so like. Ziggler's probably over six feet, and I'm assuming Breeze is under. Right, right. He, he always looked like a small Ziggler to me, a little bit. Uh, but the crowd actually started chanting, he is gorgeous, before he even started talking, which was nice. Awesome. So th- it's built in. NXT has made it easy uh, what's to build with, in an audience. Uh, what's with this crowd? Why do they think he's gorgeous? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, he just debuted. He's a nobody. Who is this guy? I'm telling you, bring Sorry. up Rhino as his manager. Yeah. People, more people have the WWE Network than you think, and more people are interested in watching the NXT stuff than you think. Because literally everybody who has a WWE Network watches NXT except for that one guy in the log cabin. Uh, It's it's just developmental garbage. I don't want to see them till the piece is ready. Meanwhile, this isn't developmental. It's another brand. brand. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, it's a brand. Don't look at the camera, but look over there. (laughs) I'm never going to get tired of that. All right. Um, Just well, wait till next week. You can you can give him the entrance where he looks at the cameras like Finn Balor. Of course, I, I, you know we're all going to do that. All right. Well, all right. We'll talk about this before we talk about the NXT good and bad. But uh, 2K16 comes out on Tuesday. So, and everyone who's getting the game, post your pictures immediately. Now you can create the icy title. Or give Arnold the IC title, but please, I want to see the pictures of Arnold with the IC championship. If you if if somebody doesn't do this, we're just going to stop doing the podcast. <laughs> just just take the title and just give it like a, a lighter blue strap. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> yes. All right. So, so speaking of which, I was also watching a video before with him talking about the game, and I don't know when they did this, but apparently they couldn't they couldn't reshoot any of it. So Arnold probably had like three minutes, and they're like, let's do this once. And he calls, he gets everyone's name right, except for Brooke Lesnar. And I burst out laughing. I'm like, you can't correct the name of one of your biggest stars? Well, it's Brooke The Lesnar. Rock, The Undertaker, John Cena, Brooke Lesnar. Why was he doing that? Because he's in the game this year, and he wanted to talk about how he's going to destroy everybody. 
and he's oh, he was saying out a warning to them. Oh, that's terrible. So, <laughs> speak, so, so, so speaking Lesner, of bad, <laughs> Brooke Lesnar, yes, is that is, is that like what happened when Hogan's daughter married Brock? No, it's 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 Brock's new transgender character. <laughs> We're gonna be cutting edge. Brock Lesnar never existed. <laughs> Here comes the shame. <laughs> All right, you know what? Screw it. Let's talk about it. Um. Did either of you get to catch the ultimate Austin podcast with Brock Lesnar? Nope. Okay. So this, did Austin show up? Yes, he was there. This <laughs> may have again. most admittedly been the worst Austin podcast since they started doing this. And I just think it's because Brock really wasn't an interesting person to talk to because he didn't have that much to talk about except, you know, to relate to Austin as a redneck. Yeah, go hunting. I, I go fishing. I drive a big truck. I'm a Dodge guy. I'm a Coors guy. Like, oh, I thought you were just mad because Brock likes medium steak. No, medium well. Oh, yeah, medium, yeah. Medium I heard well, people, it's the big show. I heard people actually got mad about that. If you legitimately get got mad over Brock's like steak choice, you're just dumb. So go away. Anyway, um, they really didn't talk about anything interesting. When they when they finally did bring up stuff that I wanted to hear about, like UFC and how he got signed and how he was forced to leave and breaking Taker's streak and everything, he it was subject matter wise was worth listening to, but he's just not an interesting person. Like every other Austin show has been better than this one. He's a more sophisticated caveman. The only cool thing about it was that he, was how much the two of them put over Paul Heyman, like hardcore put over Paul Heyman. But yeah, it, oh, a lot to him. So. But, it, but it confirmed everything else. Like, yeah, I, I just I hate people. I don't like being around people. That was like the big thing. I don't like people. I hate people. At home with his wife and his kids, pretty much. And his cores. And his I mean, it's kids. it's worth it's worth listening to. Like it really is. You know, check check it out. There are some interesting t- things about it, but you're not going to get blown away. Like, Austin didn't the, – the Vince one and the Triple H one where he really asked hard-hitting shit, those were good podcasts. This was just kind of, oh, you're a redneck and you did stuff, so let's talk about it. <laughs> then, like, the Page it. and the Edge of Christian ones were fun. Don't look at yeah, me. Th- yeah, those were fun. How yeah. long? <laughs> Five seconds. And that the Heyman one was, like, half and half. Especially when Heyman riled up Austin at the end, and no, they did not set up anything for an Austin Brock there. There's nothing about it that make will make you go, "Oh, Austin Brock is happening at WrestleMania." Oh, he doesn't f five him at the end. Yes, through he f five the entire podcast through fifteen medium well stakes. <laughs> okay, I'm a chorus guy. I'm gonna go home and bang my wife. Austin has to be incredibly selectful, right? Because he's gonna have. One match in which he's probably going to take one bump. Uh, but he did He did t- talk about how much he sucked at promos. That was pretty funny. All right. So uh, here's some stuff that happened on NXT. Something good. Baron Corbin didn't have a shitty match. All attributed to Rhino, I'm sure. But he really didn't have a shitty match. Something bad. He went over and said, not shitty match. And he kicked out of the gore, which was shitty. It was it was a P-good match, though, I thought. It really was. Yeah. Um, That's what I was doing during that match. 
Peeing very good. Peeing Masturbating. good. Pee well. Dun 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 Danny Birch comes out with this full intro with music and everything, and it's just like this is weird. Why is he getting an intro? Like it's, it's just it's just weird. Like there's nobody in the ring, so it's like, but he's not getting the jobber entrance. Okay, and then a bunch of fire hits, and you're just like, oh, this is interesting. Then you hear this and music, then, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's his friggin' James Storm on the Titantron, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> with Peter Griffin, friggin' James Storm on the Titantron. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he gets a you deserve you deserve to be here chant like you belong here is what they're chanting yeah, yeah and they they popped for his finish they talked about how he's been doing 15 years on the independence and i'm just like yeah i thought about where he just came from like yeah yeah independence yep and then uh he got down his opponent's face and said sorry about your damn luck. Oh, and I love that he cut that promo afterwards. <laughs> the, the the network exclusive promo. Which uh which image shared in the group he's like, this goddamn catchphrase. We made Joey Image a fan of that catchphrase after he friggin' hated it. I, I think, you know, it's not too much to say we're the reason James Storm got signed to NXT. And we're the reason why he's over to begin with. Right. Yes. He's super over. Sorry about your damn openness. All right. Uh, if you guys were looking forward to seeing another Nia Jax match uh, next week, because we got another Nia Jax promo, which was like the same promo she's been cutting, spliced with her footage from her debut match. It's like, Nia Jax, next week. And I'm just like, again? All right. Yeah, milkshakes next week. <laughs> uh, speaking of Divas action, here's something good that happened. We got an Asuka showcase match with where she destroyed Billy Kay. I liked Billy Kay's promo. Billy Kay's promo her, was great. Her promo before the match was that she'd wrestled her before, she knows what to expect, and I can kick too, because I have the longest legs in NXT. I'm going to kick tapped. some ass. And then she tapped. And then she tapped out. And then we got an Alexa Bliss showcase match, so you can be like, oh yeah, that's right. She actually can wrestle, because she's going to be the next feud for Bailey. Blissy. She fought the other Australian girl. Peyton Royce. Who is now known as Peyton Royce. Which is a better name than Cassie. I'm waiting for Evie to get renamed, too. I don't think she's signed yet. But Athena is, and she just had a first match. All right. Uh, Her name is, like, something, and then her actual last name. (laughs) Her name is a thing. Her name is something Reese. And uh, here we go. Here's something bad. Hey, guys, it's me, Eva Marie. I'm still on vacation because those three matches I had took so much out of me. And I hope that you miss me because I miss you. Mwah. I I really, <laughs> the whole time I just pictured Jeff Hardy cutting that promo. She's a robot. She is an absolute robot. She has made. Oh, she no- loves Ring of Honor, huh? that's really good is that what they call the ring of honor fans yeah robots ROH bots I like that I like that if that's not really a thing let's make it a thing 
I don't, I don't think ROH calls him that, but the uh, you know sports entertainment, <laughs> the internet sports entertainment community. <laughs> the internet sports entertainment community. Uh, I That's what that. WWE calls it when they had a Robots. the the ISEC. Yes. A few months ago, they, there was like a thing up, and they're like, God. "These these guys, the ISEC, love these guys." And you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. All right. Um, here's something. Uh, bad for the guy, and really good for Alan Craig, who loves this guy. Uh, Randy Orton, ow, my shoulder. Again. And, and he's hurt, so we'll get be RNN for a while. RNN news feeds. Yeah, I think there's somebody else in the group who's, like, as a hardcore Orton hater, too, so I don't remember who, but, like, they're probably happy. Uh, oh, something to be happy about. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's so- injured. I laugh at the misfortunes of others. Yeah. Wait, wow, wait, 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 wait wow. a hey man, that. Wait, that's what we do on this show. Oh. All right, uh, something good, depending on your point of view, but Breaking Ground is has a host in William Shatner, who's going to be hosting the show. I don't even know how he's going to host it, because isn't it all, like, pre-tape footage from long ago? Yeah, so... So is he going to be the voiceover guy? Is he going to do like what Springer like, did? Just intro all the stuff? And then like, outro this, it probably too. This week on Breaking Ground, we hey, follow that's Bailey my and gimmick. We follow Bailey and Rhino as they go to a Louisiana show. You know what? That's it. If Randy Orton and William Shatner ever cut a, cut a promo contest against each other, I would quit watching wrestling. I think that would be it. I'd and be then Christopher Walken shows up. No, because then the whole segment would be saved. Because at least he does the awkward well, cadence, but at least it's fun. It wouldn't <laughs> be saved till Christopher Walken puts the mask on. Then it's oh, saved. and then a party don't start till he walk in. <laughs> and would he, Demon Walken? Would he, would he come out to Weapon of Choice? Would that be his intro song? Obviously. Could, could there be another intro song for Christopher Walken? And of course, they all walk without rhythm, so they won't attract the worm. All right, this is another one of those. It's good for them, I suppose, but it's your it good for you. Uh, TNA is partnering with the Great Kali so they can promote in India. Hey, good for them. Exactly. Good for you. I want to get some good Kali TNA promos out of that. I don't think he's like that. <laughs> is that what he is in TNA? The good Kali. <laughs> I think he like. I think he's just like a. I'm famous in India, and so here's the thing. I don't think he's going to be wrestling or anything, or even beyond the shows. All right. Um, what, what's the average Kali doing in the Impact Zone? The average Khalil. The average <laughs> another goddess. Kalima. Boom, Shabai. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley wants Velvet Sky in WWE. Of course he does. So they can be near each other, so they can fuck. And so do I. I think she'd be a great addition to WWE's roster, especially now that we're getting like this influx of really talented women. I know. I'm, I'm starting to feel bad for those women-only organizations because they're like losing everybody. Yeah. Now, do you think... Do you think that Talia Madison would go by a completely different name? I would probably. But when she debuts, the screen will say Velvet Sky and then change to her new name. Yep, of course, because that's what always happens. 
I am no longer going to be known as Velvet Sky. I'm now Talia Sky. <laughs> Velvet Madison. I'm now Cerulean Ocean. Cerulean Ocean. Velvet, and, uh, Velvet Sky with an E. Alright, and you guys know who Josh and Sarah Lee are, right? People from the go- Tough Enoughs? Yeah, they won Tough Enough and they got signed to those oh, contracts. Oh, I think Josh everything. and Sarah, both last name Lee. But yes, Josh. now I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they're not the only Tough Enough people who got signed, because Amanda, Patrick, Mata, Zizi, and Daria all got signed. So there's like four <laughs> so people left? <laughs> there's like, so seven Tough Enough people are in developmental now. So these six? <laughs> well, Amanda's the one who got saved by The Miz, so I guess the hot chick made it. she's so hot. Patrick's the guy who knows how to do the wrestles, so he deserves to be there. Mata's the guy with the look, so he deserves to be there. ZZ got the popular fan vote. And then Daria was the MMA girl that got voted off really early for no reason. And they're, I'm like, well, that was really stupid. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna use her so bad because she came out of the closet on the special. That's all she's gonna be. She's gonna be female Darren Young, Daria Young. Yep. So she's gonna stay on the roster for years, do nothing most of the time, win one title that everyone will forget about, and then, and then just form stick a tag team. Yep. And then just stick around forever. And tag with Titus O'Neil. And tag, yep, tag with Titus O'Neil. <laughs> win the tag titles once. I, that's the only reason they signed Wait, her. I'm no, she's gonna she's gonna t- tag with Nia Jax because philanthropy. And now the ugly, and uh, Dan knows more about Portia Perez's career, so he can talk about this. But she was forced to retire due to a neck injury, which of course is always unfortunate. Portia Perez is a Canadian wrestler who, uh, for the most part. Russell the tag matches as the Canadian Ninjas with her uh, partner, who now I can't remember her name, even though she's the champ at Shimmer now. No, she's not. She lost the belt. I lied! I lied! She lost the belt! <laughs> uh, the champ now is uh, back to... I'm doing great this evening. How about you? <laughs> Alright. But she... Uh, she, uh, she did really good. It was a really good heel uh, for the most part. But uh, my favorite Porsche Perez story actually has to do with uh, Pat's brother, Rob. Oh, I know that guy. She worked, uh, what was it, Indie Girls yeah. match at a GSW show. And uh, apparently when she showed up and went backstage, she saw Rob and she like shook his hand and introduced herself to him. And then he like instantly fell in love with her. And then as soon as the show was over and you guys got back home, Rob like messaged me. <laughs> and I just laughed. Was he was he upset when she wasn't at Applebee's? <laughs> Is Portia Perez going to be at Applebee's? <laughs> Don't think that offer uh, was on the table. It's like, she held my hand. Like, she shook your hand. As a common courtesy of meeting somebody backstage for the first time. Do you remember when we showed Mike Irizarry a picture of somebody's sister and he immediately fell in love? Like, is that the same type of thing? (laughs) No, because he actually saw her and actually touched (laughs) her. Yeah, and and Mike hasn't done any of that. Uh, (laughs) 
some of you guys know what we're talking about. If you don't, uh, unfortunately, it's not for you to know. So, uh, sorry. Sorry about this damn joke. All right. Um, Super inside joke because I don't think Mike listens to this show. <laughs> no, he really I don't think he does either. All right. So, before we get to the pay per view preview slash troll truth, which will be part of this, because you know who gave his predictions, like he always does. Um, I'm going to give you guys some spoilies for Global Force Wrestling. So mute the show if you don't want to hear it, and then uh, come back to us in a couple of minutes. It would be really funny if I just cut you off right now and went to break, and then we came back out of your spoilers. That would be really funny, but no, I'm sure some people will care about this. All right, so... GFW crowned their first ever champions, and I'm going to tell you who they are. First of all, they have their next-gen champion, which is N-E-X-G-E-N, and that's PJ Black, also known as Justin Gabriel. Formerly known as. Yep. Uh, Their tag team champions are the Bollywood Boys, with a Z. Their uh, women's champion, well, Dan already knows who this is. This is Christina Von Erie. Yep. Dan knew that one. And who did GFW choose to be their global champion? Nick Aldis, also known as Magnus. Huh. That'll put butts in the seats. <laughs> All right. Uh, spoilers are done. You can unmute now. Anyone in it heard? That's what I love the most about shows when they do that. Yep. <laughs> That's All right. Um... Oh, what? no, I, I just remember something that happened in the last week. That, uh, the, that uh, Harry Smith has gotten the, the trademark on British Bulldog. Oh, interesting. So he's okay. now officially uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr., the British Bulldog. And he works for NOAA now and not New Japan. I was wondering why I haven't seen him all year. Because he doesn't work there anymore. He works at <laughs> NOAA. He's at the other <laughs> Japan company. Is that the oh, other good really good Japan company? Good for him. All right, guys. Uh, we are going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to do a Hell in a Cell preview along with Troll Truth because we have to get those A-Man predictions in. That will follow that up with some Facebook comments and then everybody's favorite game. You know the one. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hell, son, this is Stone Fold Steve Austin from the Club K Fade Podcast, and I'm here today to talk about GiantMediaBall.com. That's right, GiantMediaBall.com. It's like a giant ball media with all them damn fleas around, son, especially when you're washing your clothes and you got damn fleas all over. You can listen to We Talk Games, Hit Start Now, Mass Move Aside, Wiggly's Book Club, what? I said, Wiggly's Dang Book Club, son, Talking Talkies, The Cannon Cannon, and so much more. We even got Ouch on there. Hell, son, I don't even remember who Ouch is. But we talk games. Hell, I listen to this while I do all my damn laundry and fold my damn sheets. And that's the laundry line, because Stonefold said so. guys well hell in a cell is this sunday and there are eight matches one of them of course being the pre-show and we're going to talk about what's going on here so first of all the pre-show was supposed to be um it was supposed to be 
Orton with uh, Ambrose versus Braun Strowman and Luke Harper. Well, Orton's hurt and Harper left for personal reasons. So they just scrapped all that and they're giving us Ziggler, Cesaro, and Neville versus Rusev, Sheamus, and King Barrett, a.k.a. the six-man tag rematch that just happened on Raw. And the Raw match had the heels go over, so obviously the baby faces are going over here. But this is the, oh yeah, Ziggler, Cesaro, Neville, Rusev, Sheamus, Barrett. You guys are all, like, key parts of this company, but we didn't book you at all on Sunday, so there you go. Which actually makes it the perfect pre-show match. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, exactly. There's not much going on on the line, but they all get a, uh, a big show payday. And a, right. A well, big show payday. Without, I don't know with about Am- that. With, with Ambrose and the Wyatts. Ironclad. With Ambrose and the Wyatts off, I have a prediction as to where they're going to end up. But, uh... What we will, we shall discuss that. All right. So first of all, let's talk about this. We're getting an open challenge for the United States Championship: John Cena versus TBD. You know that guy, the big dude. The big dude. Well, well, it's the big douche. Some breeze. And and it's, of course the yeah. prediction, the prediction there is that it's going to be Tyler Breeze answering the challenge, taking the title, and then. Cena goes away for a while. A lot of people were like, Cena's not going away. He's booked at a, at a house show. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, house yeah. shows can't have change a card change. That's a yes. mention that they announced that shit months in advance, and it's the same show every night for, like, three months. Maybe Juan Cena will show up at the house shows. Oh, God, yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, it's, according to uh, me, it's going to be Dean Ambrose... Because he doesn't have a match, or it's going to be Carlito. Has Carlito come back? No. I don't know. Not officially, uh, but, by any but, means. But he also doesn't want to jinx it, because he has a different prediction, which I'm sure is going to be Big Show. So, whatever. All I know is if, it's, if the person comes out for the match and it's not someone I think would beat Cena, I'm going to be disappointed. It's going to be... <laughs> You know what would be the most disappoint? Run. Hey. Run. Hey. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go get this ass kicked. Take the U.S. title. Get your wig split. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have Kevin Owens taking on the Ryback. Oh, dude. I liked the first match, so I think this one's going to be just as good. Yes, but I, I also believe Owens is retaining here. I, I don't see them swapping the title back. You can believe that if you want. <laughs> oh, he's going to get that title right back. <laughs> That's why they call me the right back. I get the title right back. Well, here and here's the funny thing, because the Heyman kind of puts this match over. I think he's slowly becoming a Kevin Owens fan. Without over his knee so he can spank it. But he make, he makes a he makes a good point here. The whole point was that Owens should be the superior wrestler, but Ryback out wrestled him, and Ryback's supposed to be stronger, but he got overpowered by Owens. And I'm like, you know, that's a good point. That actually makes the feud work out really well. And uh, and I I believe Owens is retaining. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. And Pat, I know you're a big Ryback fan, but. Do you really think that would be in the best interest to take the title off of Owens right now? No, I don't. I, I'm fine with whatever happens. I just hope everyone has a good time. 
you're going to be that guy going, man, this match is awesome. Whatever happens is going to be awesome because I'm going to be happy. Yeah, exactly. I, I am that guy in this match. I am literally happy whoever wins because they're both wrestling. I like them both. <laughs> uh, Pat Traeger. <laughs> All right. Uh, tag titles are on the line. The New Day takes on the Dudley Boys. And uh, according to the Hey Man, this is an incredibly meaningless match. Um, this is Dud- my favorite feud in all of WWE. No, it's the Dudleys are nobodies because that's what all the veteran talents are in WWE right now. According to the Hey Man. Wow, a bunch of nobodies showed up on Raw to boost yeah. ratings. Either the Dudleys get lucky or the Dudleys are just jobbers. That's exactly what that means. Which is funny because he wants a decisive winner, and he wants it to be the Dudleys, but then he still says it's going to be the New Day. Um, if they're gonna switch the titles, now this is would probably now is the time. If they're not, then let New Day go over and then move on to the next feud. Which stinks because TLC is two pay per views from now. Yeah, but we can always go back. Perfect time to that. for the blow off table match. We can always go back to that. All right, here comes my favorite one. Uh, the Divas match, Charlotte versus Nikki Bella. Now, I'm sure we all know what's going to happen here. It's going to be an obvious... Rematch! Well, let's, let's, just, let's just read this verbatim. After the god-awful way they had Nikki drop the title to Charlotte, dominating the entire match and then jobbing to one offensive maneuver, one might hope that WWE would do the right thing and give Nikki the title back here, but it's just not happening. Charlotte recently came up from NXT, therefore she is unbeatable. Nikki will job to the undeserving Charlotte once again. Yep. And he's also single, ladies and gentlemen. He's single, fellas. He is indeed. There's a reason for that. Yeah, Charlotte's retaining, and then she's moving on to the next person. Yep. Which they appear to be setting up to be Brie. They're moving on to the next person, which would which I would have be the to next, see would be the next literally fella. anyone else besides Foxy. <laughs> oh. oh, Foxy. It won't be Foxy. Literally. I would rather her face... Rosa Mendez, who just had her baby shower, because I saw pictures. Rosa Mendez. Oh. Yeah, and did you see the one where she's like, check out my baby bump? But she cropped out her stomach in the photo, so it's just her boobs. I'm like, is it? Am I? Is this the joke? It wasn't because she did a bad crop job, which is what she ended up reposting. But the first time, it was just a picture of her boobs. And I'm just like, um, that's the bump? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's that's the baby bump. All right, that makes sense. Uh, well, all right, Dan, I'll ask you because I know you're you're a Rosa fan. Do you think she would ever be in a good wrestle position to compete for the championship, or do you think she's better served in the managerial role? Did she has she been champion? <laughs> no, no, she's never been champion. But she's also like. I, I think one of her gimmicks was that she never won a match in WWE except for, like, mixed tags and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's definitely was... better as a valet. Yeah, well, I, I feel like some girls are much better as a valet, and I think that was the big problem they were having with Lana, was like, oh, we, we can't have Lana do this because she can't wrestle, so she's just going to disappear. It's just like, ugh. 
You know, you can still have females that are heels that don't wrestle. They could just take one bump, you know, for payoffs. It is not a big deal. Like Sherry Martell, even though she could wrestle, for like most of her career, she was a manager. And guess what? She took a bump now and then because you got to get payoff on the heels. <laughs> All right. Well, now we got to talk about the, the main event that's not the main event because it's not part of the gimmick stipulation, which is a title match because it's a singles match. It's Seth Rollins versus Kane. It actually might be a main, a main event this time. I don't know, but last year they went with, uh, they went with the uh, Ambrose and Rollins. That wasn't for a title, but... Yeah, but it was hell in a cell and it made sense. So... Never know. This is pretty much another one of those there's no way Rollins is losing the title and Corporate Kane will get fired if he loses the match, so it's going to be a DQ finish. It's going to be a fuck finish. Yeah, because I heard they were going big with Kane now because all, cause, because Orton's hurt and Cena's leaving for a few months. And, yeah. Like, they so got like, this big big outcrop of talent, so they're like, they're like oh, we got to really lean in on Dean and, and Kane and stuff. So Dean Kane? Dean. We're leaning on Dean Kane again. Didn't we already yeah. do that in a past episode? Didn't we lean on yeah, Dean Yeah, because he did that movie with the big show. Oh, yeah. Well, I- I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with the Heyman on this one. Kane is going to win by DQ, which means Rollins keeps the title, which means Corporate Kane does not get fired, and Rollins does not lose his belt. And I think it's pretty safe to say that with the way the storylines have been building, there's not going to be a cash-in. Well, Sheamus just, is working the pre-show match, right? Yeah, so I just don't see a cash-in being a thing. A and that... Yeah. Well, that takes us to the, the true main events, which are the two Hell in a Cell matches. First, we have Roman versus Bray. Which likely will be the bookends of the show, but hey. Uh, it might actually open up the show. I'd be okay with that, though, because it's going to be a really big match. I feel like this is going to be a really good, hard-hitting match. Both guys are going to look excellent in this. There will be Wyatt involvement and also Dean Ambrose involvement, because I feel like this is where they're going to tie them in without their matches, unless they add a bonus match or something, which a they could. Match. Well, they could just do, like, Ambrose challenges Luke Harper or something to a singles match. But um, I'm thinking that uh, Roman and Bray will have an awesome match. I've already said I'm pretty sure this is going to be Roman going over, although I think it would make more sense to put Bray Wyatt over here. Because if Roman goes over, I think that'll end the feud. Whereas if Bray goes over, I feel like Roman will keep feuding with him and we'll get a really big Survivor Series match out of this. Which will be like four Wyatts and and then Roman, Dean, and who else? You know, there could be big surprises or something. Like they could spend that entire month looking for the two people. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Could be fun. And Jericho tries to rejoin them, and they're like, "Fuck you." Well, it's time. <laughs> it's time. It's time for a Heyman opinion because you know we're we're talking about friggin' Bray Wyatt, oh, boy, so he has funny. he has to throw his friggin' opinion in here. Bray Wyatt is bland, generic, and his cartoon antics got old a long time ago. All right, here is where I stop and say, and this is why, because people always bring it up, because some, some of you don't like hearing about the Heyman. Why he's still a topic. If you're going to mention that you believe a guy is bland and generic and you don't like him, say it that way. When you say that he's bland and generic, 
you sound like an idiot because Bray, the definitions of bland and generic do not fit Bray Wyatt in any way, shape, or form. As a matter of fact, they fit Roman Reigns way more. And you want to be that guy who's super intelligent and always brags about outsmarting people and always being right? Try sounding right, and then we'll talk. But uh, I, I, I want Bray Wyatt to win, but my prediction goes to the Roman. To Roman well, you Reigns. know, while in Rome. Yes. Well, <laughs> Shin, is he in Rome? Didn't the, Roman win the last match? I don't know. Wasn't that the tag? That was not the tag, or were you talking about like a, 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 raw, a raw throwaway match? No, the big tag match, and he pinned Bray, I think, right? I, I don't even remember at this point. That's how bad it's getting. The last pay per view was was Chris Jericho being a douche. Oh yeah, Jericho lost the match for them. Wait. Was it? Wasn't there just a uh, two maybe on two? Was, maybe if it was on Raw. Yeah, I'm sure there was a two on two. I just, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk about the real thing. I need to talk about, which is, of course, Taker Lesnar, the final match, Hell in a Cell. Um, I personally am happy that they're getting they're finally ending this feud. Because I think it's time. I think there's there's definitely more for Brock to do, and there's more for Taker to do before he officially retires. Get them away from each other. They've played it out. I mean, it's just, this is playing off of WrestleMania 30, and we're almost at 32 right now. It, this is definitely, you know, it's almost been a two-year feud that they're saying they've been fighting for 13 years, which, of course, is not the case. But... You want to do it? You want to do it? But you know what? Let's just... Let's have a great match. Let's end it. I feel like this is going to be definitive Lesnar win. And that's the only way to do it. And, of course, I got to talk. I have to I have to talk about the Heyman prediction here because all he does is flip out about how this is the worst feud in wrestling history. Wrestling history, all of wrestling, this is the worst feud ever. This is the worst feud ever, according to him. Because Undertaker was dominant until Lesnar ran roughshod over him, and now they ha- they're making it so he's incapable of defeating Lesnar. He did he not see Undertaker's previous five WrestleMania matches before that one? I guess not. And he says, at this point, the only way I see this match ending is with Brock Lesnar once again completely dominating Undertaker, forcing him to submit to the Kimura lock, and then Lesnar and Paul Heyman drop their pants and dump a steaming load of shit all over Undertaker's lifeless body. Since they've already done it figuratively, the only thing left to do is to do it literally. (laughs) Which is, uh, you know, has nothing to do with the story that they're trying to tell of Taker being the old man who's trying to get his win back at all costs. Oh, you mean the story that makes sense that he's completely ignoring? Oh, that story. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. But here's where it gets good. Because one of his friends responds to this whole thing and says, first he puts down Dolph saying he's exactly where he belongs in the pre-show. F Carlito. And then he goes, also Taker can suck it. Hope Brock whoops him again. And I started laughing when I saw that. I'm like, oh, this is going to get good. Heyman responds, fuck Brock Lesnar. He should be shot. He's the biggest piece of shit in wrestling history. Response, well, he's one of my all-time favorites. I hope he shows up at your work one night and F5s you through the front desk. (laughs) Response, he wouldn't do that. He doesn't do anything unless he's paid millions of dollars to do it. And then 
somebody, another one of his friends responds, I hope someone pays him millions to F5A, man. (laughs) That'd be so worth it. If I ever win the lottery, I'm going to just write Brock Lesnar a check and be like, can you go to this particular place of business? Take all of my money. Yes. And uh, just F5 this kid. And let me film it. But as far as my prediction, I think it'll be a Lesnar win. And we move on. Finally. We'll all float on, okay? And we'll all fall it on all right. <sighs> all right. All right, buddy. Well, that that tied in troll truth. So let's move on to more bullshit on the internet. Oh, and there is bullshit on the internet. Oh, there to be Facebook page where they asked the WWE universe or the internet sports entertainment <laughs> community community. Uh, who's your favorite international WWE superstar? Oh no! And if you can guess where this is going. I'll give you two guesses. So, the first one is Cesaro, the Swice Superman? (laughs) Swice Superman. Mine is Dean Ambose, John Cena, Roman Reigns, and The Undertaker, all of them born in America. Oh, damn. That... I'm not sure what's worse about all that. That's all. That's where the the guests came in. Yes, 90% of them all listed Americans as their favorite international superstar. So it (laughs) continues with Ziggler, Cena, Fandango, Dean, Roman Reigns, and Randy. These are real champions. Seth, go to hell, you such a nuisance. (laughs) Go to hell. Yeah, right. Another 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 one who's doing a great job with this. Jahan Cena. Well, Roman he, he is an international superstar, Jahan. Roman Reenigs. <laughs> Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Two typos, all Americans. This is amazing. Roman Reenigs is kind of racist. Reenigs. And our last comment this week. <laughs> CM Punk plus give them back to WWE. <laughs> what the heck? What did he what? take? What is happening right now? Again, CM Punk, American. <laughs> so every, everybody the international failed. stars? <laughs> Just love it. It's like 90% of all posts were people posting about American-born wrestling. Oh my god. We said international superstar, you retards. Somebody please get these guys a dictionary. That was that was amazing. That was that was one of the biggest fails you've ever done as far as Facebook comments are concerned. And the funny thing is is that one where there was three misspelled names, I only saw one of them when I copied and pasted it. I only saw the Jahan. That's all you really need to see. The Jahan. Well, guys, with that said, that's the end of our show. 
Sorry. All right. Yep, sorry. <laughs> sorry about your damn points. All right, guys, it is time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Get them all in the room. It's time to play Points or Buried or Folded. Or... I'm gone already. I'm leaving. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Arrive, fold, leave. <laughs> or Oh, yes, it's me. It's time to get to Frozen. Or maybe get the IC Championship in the new video game next week. <laughs> or. Oh, effing speed. <laughs> or. Oh, you might even get Don Weston with small Prince Justice Brotherhood t-shirts. And, and, and don't wake up the last guy. He's, he's snoozing in the corner. Oh, Renigs? Yes, readings. All right. So here's how this week's game worked. I gave you guys two opportunities to get points this week. I gave you two 24-hour deadlines with a different game in each one. And I said, you can only post one in each. Uh, I think only one person missed that cue. And... Uh, you have to follow the rules of the no repeats for your individual game. So, like, if somebody used Hulk Hogan for the first game, you could use him for the second game. You just couldn't duplicate him between the game. That makes sense? I think, I think most everybody yeah. figured that out. All right, so game number one was to tell me what all the wrestlers were wearing to the Halloween party I'm throwing, because I'm inviting all the wrestlers. And all said, the wrestlers. All the wrestlers. If they're alive. Uh, that was the other stipulation. They have oh. to be alive. Yeah. So I said, I'm having a Halloween party inviting all the wrestlers. Tell me what they're coming dressed up as. And then part two was, I'm going trick-or-treating to all the wrestlers' houses. Tell me what they're giving out as treats. All right? All right. All right. So part one is the costumes. Are you guys ready to do this? Ready to do this. Okay. Brie Bella shows up to the party wearing a costume of herself dead inside the womb. Ooh. <laughs> wow, cringy's right off the bat. <laughs> so she's going as Nikki Bella's greatest wish. Ugh. So cringy's for this one? Yes. All right. Such a bit. Glenn Kukin cringy's. And I'm going to do something really rare that I hardly ever do. I'm going to give Glenn Kukin an additional 50 and give him an even 100. Why? Because he waited for the clock to turn midnight and then immediately posted his game entry. I am giving him an extra 50 points for being on the ball. Punctual points? <laughs> Punctual points. Glenn Kukin, he gets a full 100 this week. <laughs> All right. Next up, Vince. And he came dressed in his Grand Wizard KKK robes. Uh, actually, no, that's just... No different than the second Wednesday of every month. Also points. <laughs> yeah. Halloween's on Saturday this year, bitch. Yes, but they meet on a Wednesday. Why would he be wearing them on Saturday? That was Joe Mad Dog Needle. The only day I don't wear them is Thursday. That's laundry day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jerry Lawler is dressed as Ronald McDonald. Oh my god. As if Ronald McDonald weren't scary enough already. <laughs> oh, still my lap. 
Chicken McNuggets. Oh, God. Is that a French fry? You're just happy to see me. No, <laughs> I got your happy meal. Um, yeah, that gets points. Yes. All right, Matt Hardman points. Uh, I gotta, I gotta throw this out there, but I remember them making uh, Burger King jokes at him back in like '96 when they were doing a cross promotion with Memphis. This is when Vince was, uh, Vince was still on commentary. <laughs> he was trying to be funny. Do you know what I'm talking about, Pat? Do you remember this? This is like '96. I kind of do. I was thinking of another joke already. Uh, but he's like, he's like, ah. Well, here's if you're going to be a different kind of king. You're going to be a Burger King. He's like, oh, that's funny, McMahon, you know. So, well, I see you at the pay-per-view. He's like, yeah. And I assure you, it's not going to be a happy meal. It's like, oh, my God, stop. <laughs> the, Burger King doesn't have happy meal. That's bad cross-promotion. <laughs> if she wants the Mighty Kids meal, she's too old for you, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know if they still do that. I don't think they still do that one. <laughs> that was like the in-between. You're not adult enough. Yeah. Kids need to eat more, but they still don't eat as much. So here. Mighty kids meal. But you still got a toy. That was the thing. But it was a it was a grown-up-ear toy. It was a young adult toy. It was a more grown-up toy. Not an adult toy, but a young adult toy. Ugh. ugh. Imagine. The, the, now that's a Happy Meal. All right. The next person is Stephen Richards, who's dressed <laughs> up as an, dressed up as an Applebee server. Of course, well, he he's going to be at your party and not at Applebee. <laughs> so he, yes, obviously that person. Stevie brought Applebee's with him. Maybe he did. All right. Stevie's going to bring the Applebee's appetizers twice a day. All right, Ellis points. Steven. Okay, so uh, Sin Cara attempts to dress up as Jason Voorhees, but botches it with pads and a hockey stick. <laughs> Whoops. Okay, that gets points to... That gets points to... That reminds me of when I was Casey Jones Dan- one Halloween, and everyone thought I was Jason. <laughs> yep, dead all points. Yeah, that was bound to happen. All right, uh, next we have Sting, and he's coming with modified Frankenfurter costume. He's got his same face makeup, but the rest is all Rocky Horror Picture Show, which oh. is a, that's a horrible picture, oh. by the way. <laughs> I want to see that Photoshop Sting's face on Frank Rupert. I don't want to see that Photoshop, but Matt Austin, I know you're going to do this. Well, I have to ask, though, Dan, when you went as Casey Jones, did someone at least go as the lead singer of the Counting Crows with you? So every house you went to and they didn't know who you were, he could just go, Casey Jones and me. <laughs> Tell the children fairy tales. That'd be great. I bet that didn't happen, though. No. <laughs> I was in third grade, and fun fact, that was the last time I trick-or-treated. And then I hear about 30-year-olds who are still trick-or-treating. I got and all I can do is Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. <laughs> you know, I trick or treated into like freshman year high school, but we were that group of kids—the ones who went out late. Oh, you were the assholes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we were. All right, so modified Frankenfurter sting. Oh God! Uh, yeah, that, that gets double cringies. Oh, hundred points to Joseph Myers. I don't want to know where that bat has been. <laughs> no. 
All right. Now it's uh, Coco Beware is dressing up as Denzel with a burnt parrot on his shoulder. <laughs> as Denzel. <laughs> yes, I'm giving that points. Are you that kid from Media PA this year? <laughs> yep, that's Adrian Cotton's entry. Oh, man. Uh, right. Uh, the next one is Joey Image, dressed up as a terrible high school gym wrestler. So he's not wearing a costume? <laughs> so he's just wearing his, <laughs> wearing his t-shirt? Wearing his I guess we both didn't get the memo. This is a costume party. <laughs> he has points. Uh, Andrew Whitaker points. All right. Shane McMahon is dressing up as Dr. Emmett Brown. Hashtag <laughs> back to the points already. I didn't, what's the hashtag? I'm sorry. Happy Back to the Future Day, because this first game was posted on the 21st. Oh, wow. It didn't even need the hashtag, to be honest. I would have gotten that reference anyway. Shane is Doc Brown. All right. Austin Butler points. All right. Jeff Hardy shows up dressed as CM Punk. <laughs> Hey, Probably because CM Punk dresses him that one time. Jeff Hardy made me a motherfucking superstar. <laughs> oh god, all he does is put over Jeff Hardy that time. <laughs> I painted X's on my X's. <laughs> I'm double straight edge, which means I could do drugs again. <laughs> no, Jeff, that's not how it works. I X'd out the X's so that I could sniff <laughs> in my nose candy. Another just stars. <laughs> asterisks. I put an asterisk on my face. So, so instead of drug free on his knuckles, he has drug life. Drugs free? Question mark. <laughs> uh, I already gave him points because I know he's getting points. Yeah. Joe Kalia points. All right. Uh, Darren Young is dressed up as a Westboro Baptist Church oh. protester. Yeah, that gets points, too. That's good. That was Matt Awesome's entry. <laughs> All right. Uh, this next person has Biggie Langston and Billy Gunn in a giant ass costume. When they get to pay Patterson's house, he gives them full-sized Hershey bars. Oh, Hershey bars. Heresy bars? <laughs> wow. Pay Patterson. So, uh, so congratulations on the uh, not one wrestler and the, uh, the the extra entry early. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Did he give them pay, a payday bar or payday bars? I'm, I'm <laughs> no, not sure he messed up his singulars and his plurals. No, it's Pay Patterson, and it's and it's Heresy Bars. Oh, Heresy Bars, Hearsay Bars. So he gave them one bar, but they have to split it because he said he said plural and he meant singular. I guess that's how it works. Pay Patterson, who is that? Who you meet at the pay window? <laughs> yes, of course. Pay Patterson, New Jersey. You get the winner's purse from Pay Patterson. That kind of makes sense. Um, I'm not going to give this points. Well, you can't. It's a rule violation. Not enough. I, I'm not going to say DQ, but we really can't give this person points. 
You know, I see you're disqualified from the next game, too. Oh, damn. Jesus. Well, no, they entered that one, so we can't do that. Uh, that, that That's so? All right. So, no, but, son, but, your Halloween's uh, over. Send in your <laughs> damn costumes get folded. LOL, and if we, we might end up recording another show before Halloween. Yeah, right? All right, Alan Craig. Oh, someone's not allowed to trick or treat. And that's the laundry line! Because Stonefold said so. Oh, he's leaving with his costumes. Jeez. All right. All right. Well, here's your next person. Uh, Alicia Fox came dressed up as a sink so she can never leave the bathroom. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so funny. Points. Uh, Taylor Chadwick points. How do you happy that your bad date became legendary? Yes. Wait for it. All right. This is your uh, this is your biggie countdown for part one. Uh, Hulk Hogan is dressed up as Akeem. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> this is not repairing your image. Why? <laughs> well, he was my he was my favorite rivalry from the eighties, dude. <laughs> Did they? A <laughs> rivalry? Well, he feuded with the Twin Towers, didn't he? Yeah, close enough. Okay, let's give that points. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Even though he's a little too dark. Don Mario, points. Alright, now you have Kane as a firefighter. Isn't that ironic? Because he's a fire starter, twisted fire starter? <laughs> I'm a fire star. Uh, is he a demon firefighter? <laughs> of course, what else would he make? He only fights fire demons. <laughs> I'm not going to give this points. Oh, that means I have to do something, right? (laughs) I'm sorry, I was busy looking at this camera over here. Not looking into it, but looking at it. But now I'm going to bury your stupid entry. (laughs) Jeff Trello has been buried. Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Who got buried? Jeff Trellowitz. Oh, man. Man, Triple H really didn't like you, man. That's all right. His books are out now, so you can read those. Paranormal Contact. You can get it on Kindle, too, right? Uh, Paranormal Contact Volume 1 is free but now, by the way. So talk to Jeff if you want access to a free copy of his book. It's free. It's free. It's my That's second like... favorite price. <laughs> Your second favorite? What's the first one? Uh, you pay for it. <laughs> Oh, like your network subscription. <laughs> My 99. My 99. Chris is 99. I just like when you when you watch like a bad pay-per-view, you're like, thanks, Chris. I'm like, fuck you, Dan. I want Chris's money back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd, like, I'd like Chris's money back, too. <laughs> well, shit. I didn't even say because there's only been one bad pay-per-view the entire time. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> since the network came out, there's been one bad pay-per-view. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, next, <laughs> Jack Swagger comes dressed as Biff Tannen. Who? <laughs> Points, easy, done. <laughs> yeah, that was Chef's entry. Butthead. All right. Uh, Adam Rose came dressed as the bunny. 
And then he pooped on your party. I know, and then he pooped on my party. Bunny poop. Oh, so um, little, little nuggets. Bunny, bunny nuggets. <laughs> Let's give that points. Yeah. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. All right, Mike Simsack points. That is one of my favorite Family Guy jokes of all time. James Woods with the Reese's Pieces. So he got James Woods, yeah. <laughs> oh, I really hope that's James Woods, because if that's me under there again, I'm going to be really pissed. <laughs> that's one of my favorite Family Guy jokes of all time. And finally, Stonefold as the Snuggle Bear. Oh, God. I swear I said that somewhere. <laughs> And I swear this person must listen to the show, because obviously. And usually I'd go, no, I already said that, but that caught me off guard, so points. All right. Well, that was Jason Shin, who's behind on episodes. Get it? Behind? So you should give him points, Get because I don't, even know if, I don't even know if he's caught up to that joke yet. Oh, ba- oh, why did you have to go that route? Ugh. And now it's time for the no, end of the not, show. He's not the snuggle twink. All right, so that's the show for this week. What? Bonus? Bonus, Bonus game? All right, what? part, part Wait, two. Do we want a winner from part one first? Ooh. Uh, yeah. And then we pick a grand winner between both of them, so like someone could get super points. Maybe. S- s- super points. Well, who do, you want, who do you want to get the uh, the first round win? I need a rundown. With All right. uh, The Rock and Sean William Scott and Christopher Walken. Of course. All right, so Brie Bella is dead inside the womb. Vince is in his KKK robes. Cherry Lawler is Ronald McDonald. Steven Richards is an Applebee server. Sin Cara is a botched Jason Voorhees. Sting is a modified Frankenfurter. Coco Beware is Dens. Joey Image is himself, apparently. Uh, Shane is Doc Brown. Jeff Hardy CM Punk. Darren Young is a Westboro Baptist Church protester. Alicia Fox is a sink. Hulk Hogan's a keem. Jack Swagger is Biff. Adam Rose is a bunny. And Stone Fold is the snuggle bear. I think Joe Sat Myers takes this one. Oh, Sting is Frankenfurter. Upon further review, Alan Craig does get his entry for the second game. (laughs) All right. Change reapproved? Yes, Joseph Myers, you win part one. But can you win part two? Round two. She didn't enter part two, so <laughs> no. You <laughs> so cannot. <no. laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now I I'm going Alright, so now I'm going trick-or-treating. And when every time I ring the doorbell to a wrestler's house, this is what they're giving out. You guys ready? Oh, I'm ready. Alright, so first I went to Jeff Hardy's house. <laughs> He's giving out what people believe to be rock candy, but it's actually Heisenberg's blue glass meth. How else would it be believable for the Illuminummies to burn down the house with you running out with eyeballs painted on your eyeballs? <laughs> uh, I had an idea the other day I want to bring up before I, just, I tell these people who are waiting on bated breath whether they got points or not. Um, I want more Jeff Hardy memes, just weird-looking Jeff Hardy faces that say Illuminummies confirmed <laughs> with the Club Kayfabe logo. Uh, we might be able to arrange that. I might be able to make some of those, too. Illuminummies um, confirmed. Uh, that said, of course this gets points, although I do question the idea of Jeff actually giving out the meth. Yeah, that's a good point. Would he really be sharing that? Depends no, on how I mean, high he is. 
But Glenn Kukin, you get points. And once again, I'm giving you an additional 50 for being on the freaking ball and waiting for the game to jump over right on time. More punctual points. <laughs> now, the now next everyone's time... Everyone's going to be going as soon as they're going to be like, if I can get my answer in with it saying one minute ago when he posted yeah. the game. <laughs> so now, if you know what? I might actually start doing that. I might set a time limit. For, for people to start just to see who can get the punctual points. Uh, we might be doing that. PP. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our next house is Roman Reigns' house, and he's giving out. Oh, no. He's giving out small boxes of frosted cherry. Ooh, he also included the milk, but <laughs> Pat Patterson, Orlando Jordan, and Darren Young all changed costumes throughout the night and came back. <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on no, he's standing no. up he's standing up and he's he's giving a thumbs up first so this is a big old positive big old positive Ooh. whoa he just filled the jack-o'-lantern across the room right in the mouth like that clown game <laughs> I think we're at like 75% positive on who was now. <laughs> he did pass out, but his thumb is still up, so everyone knows he's all right. He's getting carded. Oh, guys, like a, is it like the Terminator getting melted? Yep. <laughs> Get the thumbs up. Oh, look, oh, look, Stonefold came back. And he's Ooh, Vista. <laughs> Stonefold came back, folded him in half, and then walked him out of the studio. Uh, Taylor Chadwick, good job. And and good throwback to your original joke with the frosted cheery ooze, which is a Taylor Chadwick reference, by the way. So good on you. One of my favorite memes. Honey nut cheery Of course, the next house I go to is Hulk Hogan's, and he's giving out something named after his favorite race of people: Cracker Jacks. <laughs> cracker Jacks, Cracker dudes. <laughs> I want to watch Cactus Jack, Cracker Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Jack dude, do Jack. Um, yeah, that gets points for sure. Yes, all right, Jeff Trello. I'll tell you points. something, dudes. I can handle Jack. <laughs> you don't know Jack. Does it handle Jack the uh, freakazoid? If you say his name, he like kidnaps you. Oh no, <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, so Jeff Trello gets points. Next house I go to. Candlejack. Next house I go to. There's no trick or treat when you knock on Randy Orton's door. He just shits in your bag. Oh, I thought he would walk to the door like he walks down the ramp. So you're just waiting for hours. But you hear his music the whole time. (laughs) Ah, Yes, I can hear it. (laughs) Trick or treat. Wine. That could be a trick or a treat. Smell my line. Trick or treat out of nowhere. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trick. No, it's not a trick anymore. You've done it to everyone. <laughs> you can imagine like he saves no, up isn't... for like months on end. Randy, this isn't truth or dare. You don't have to pick one. <laughs> Trick or tweet. All right, so what's happening here? Wait, so what actually happened? He didn't come to the door. Why? 
No, he, he he doesn't give you a trick-or-treat. He just shits in your bag. Oh, he shits in your Sorry. bag. Okay. It's a reference to when he did that to, uh, what was her name? Rochelle Lowe. Rochelle. Rochelle. Yeah. Rochelle, yeah. Rochelle Ua. Whatever. <laughs> when, he, when he shit in her Nike bag. Because she wouldn't fuck him. Yeah, pretty much. I'll show her. She'll see. Uh, it's a pretty old <laughs> reference. Let's give it points. Alan Craig points. All right. Yeah, considering it's like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So Vince McMahon doesn't hand out candy. He has a rally or a party. When kids knock on the door, he lets them bob for apples. But when the minority kids take their turn, he holds their heads underwater. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. Just keep going for that apple, Shelton. Do you like the uh, spooky decor of fake dead kids around the bobbing apples? <laughs> you see all the scary ghosts that are at the party? Oh, God. Oh, racist Vince. <laughs> hey, Coco, beware. Dressed as Denzel. Come bob for apples. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, God. I think Frankie should try to get one, too. <laughs> Poor Frankie. This is the most I've been on this show in a while. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> and the best part is we didn't even bring him on this show. You guys did. <laughs> is it safe to say this got points? Yeah, it got points. All right. So this is Joe Mad Dog Neal's fault <laughs> that Vince is on the show. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> James Storm hands out IOUs with much regret. <laughs> 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 Sorry about your damn look. <laughs> like he's like, sorry that the store was sold out of candy. <laughs> sorry about your damn treats. Target was completely cleared out by the time I got there. <laughs> Again, sorry. Sorry about your damn O. Henrys. Why are you handing these out? Who cans these out? Who wants an O. Henry? Jeez. Or you even another, Henry wants an Oh Henry. You could do another Family Guy reference. Is that a Mounds bar? You're eating a Mounds bar? Yeah, I like Mounds bars. Who the hell eats a Mounds bar? I like Mounds bar because because Almond Joy's got nuts and Mounds don't. And Mounds don't. Sometimes you feel like a nut, but Dan doesn't. And now is this a poopy or a Toblerone? We got oh, points. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Joe Kalaya points. That was a good one. All right. Um, I don't really want to go to this house because Cowboy Bob Orton's giving out hepatitis C and arm casts. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought the lady across the street giving out pencils was bad. Which which Orton house would you rather go to? One you get yeah, I don't know. The other one, no, you get Hep C and an arm cast. I don't know the arm cast would be kind of. What cool. happens? Do you have to grate his face up against the the screen door? <laughs> Jeez. Ah. The arm's just not getting better. People, they just keep on hitting it. Wrenching on it. Remember when uh, Randy Orton looked at him and he was under the Undertaker's spell and he was like, Oh, you're hurting me, Randy. And his face was bleeding. (laughs) You're hurting me, Randy. (laughs) And then Josh Matthews was even like, Rest in peace. (laughs) Rips. Oh, yeah. 
Rest in peace, Mitch Fiddler. That really weird cartoony thing that they did in like 05 or 06. But, eh, whatever. Because that's when he, he fought him at WrestleMania in 05. Yeah. And like, no one else heard it. Like, like Hulk Hogan sees the Ultimate Warrior in the mirror, but... No. Actually, yeah, but in that case, everybody saw and heard it, except, except for Eric, Eric Bischoff. Except for Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Hulk, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I saw him, dude. I saw that black guy in the mirror. No, you remember when he saw the wall on the building? It was like a mile away. It's this little guy on a building. He's just like, oh my god, that's the wall, brother. It's like... <laughs> I can't even tell. Amazing eyesight, yeah. (laughs) His hulked up eyesight. (laughs) He starts shaking. All right, we moved on to Hulk after. I just, I just stuck some steroids into my eyeballs, brother. (laughs) All right, does does Bob Orton miles and miles? Does Bob Orton get points? Yeah. Okay, Simsack, you got points. You know, and this is this is technically only when you are going to these people's houses. By the way, wait, is he going to get? This is not fair. If he's going to arm cast, what is he giving out? Pepsi Cola. <laughs> Pepsi Cola. Nice. All right. Uh, oh, so so if any if any of our talented um, photoshoppers would like to make a picture of Bob Orton with Pepsi Cola, Cola. yes, please. Instead of a Royal Crown Cola, it would be a Pepsi Cola. <laughs> All right. Well, as if he would be giving out anything else, Biggie is handing out Hershey's Take Five. Oh man, they have chocolate covered pretzel inside them. Yes, they do. Take Five's actually not bad. How would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? I would not. <laughs> I don't trust Brody. <laughs> um, I can't wait to see what he's been up to. Yeah. Yeah. When that movie come out, dog? It's only got the mall a couple weeks ago. They booked the mall they're going to be filming in. Yeah. They booked (laughs) booked the arena. He gave away the whole ending of the movie on one of the Smodcasts I was listening to. Oh, did he? I haven't listened to it in a while. He's like, you know, he's like, spoilers, and I'm going to edit this out when we finally do the show so that they don't hear it, but, and it's all there. <laughs> so it's probably fake then. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is, but it's still funny. And then they fuck, and then credits, credits. Um. So wait, what are we talking about again? <laughs> oh, we're off topic again. Hershey's oh, take five. Uh, yeah, points. Let's do it. All right, Jason Shin points. All right, uh, Jerry Lawler is handing out roofies. Oh, I mean chocolate for all the princesses that come to the door. Oh God. <laughs> Rolos, I mean roofies, I mean no no Rolos. Rolofies. Jerry spending Jerry spending Halloween in the slammer. That's what's happening there. In someone's slammer. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it gets points. And cringies. Oh, 150 to Ellis. I think he just helped him reclaim his lead. Oh, man. All right. Um, oh, man. All right. Well, when kids go visit Psycho Sid, he just stabs them in the leg with a pair of scissors. Oh, 
<laughs> Did he target any kids dressed as Arn Anderson? Points. You're a brontosaurus, kid. <laughs> right, Dan Dahl points. That's a great reference. I, I hardcore laughed out loud when I read that originally as an entry. In fact, when we were doing the prep work for the show and I laughed really hard at an entry, that That's would be the was. one. That was the one. All right, here's the biggie countdown for part two. These are your final five. Jimmy Snooker gives out bits of freshly cracked coconut. Um. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think that's that funny. I get it. But I think there was a much funnier joke to be made there. Something okay. about murdering somebody 30 years yeah. ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, credit to you for taking the high road on a snooker joke. Unfortunately... That is going to get frozen. That does not get you points on this show. The high road is not where the points are. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Matt Hardman. Next time, go for murder. Right. Um, John Cena is giving out five knuckle truffles. (laughs) That is. God. Oh god, can we get Roman back in here? I think that yeah, he only has one. I think they're cream filled. But there's two games. Oh wait, he did he did it in this game. He but, did do it in this game, yeah. Oh my god. That's cra- that's crazy. He's coming back. No, the the medics are trying to hold him back, but here he oh. he's coming. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, and there's like maybe a third of the amount as last time. So gross. And he's giving a thumbs up again. After he's all right. Ah, there you go, baby girl. Now he's actually asleep. He looked week. like Mick Foley coming back out and climbing to hell in a cell. <laughs> Which is not happening on Sunday. <laughs> I would be surprised if either of them even, even leaves the cell. Uh, <laughs> all right, so five knuckle truffles. <laughs> That's getting them points. And a positive ooh Yeah. Adrian Cotton. Points and ooh I think he's in a coma now. <laughs> Maybe he'll You're be Roman. for next week's Roman. Game. Yeah, he's done. It's actually, uh, they pronounce it in a kuma. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Akuma. Oh, that's the guy from Street Fighter. I'm sorry. All right. Um, CM Punk is giving out homemade WWE ice cream bars made with almond milk. <laughs> I'm like over almond milk. I've moved to cashew milk. <laughs> I lost sound. There we I go. S- I still like almond milk. I love almond milk. Um. Yeah, let's do that. Let's give that points. All right, Jason Cantwell points. So this will this will kind of correlate. But the other morning, because I bought I bought a variety pack of cereal, I had frosted Cheerios in almond milk. Wow! And now I and and now thanks to this game, I never want to do that again. (laughs) Because you guys have disgusted me with some of this shit. Everything is jizz. (laughs) Of course it is. Well, Alicia Fox would be handing out stuff, but she never came back from the bathroom. Oh, because she's still a sink. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like how Alicia Fox is the one who gets labeled in all of this. <laughs> oh, because she's black. Racism. Yeah, but I, I feel like people like Naomi, so they're going against Foxy. Because I really don't think Foxy has any real fans. Let's uh, let's give that points. Siobhan points. Likes her. Pretty sure Dens likes her. Dens likes everything that's black. But he also likes Naomi, so because they're black. And finally, the last house I went to, uh, Pat Patterson handed out packages of meat he packed himself and bottles of salty milk. Oh God! Oh 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 God! Oh, so wait, everything's jizz again, huh? <laughs> so double cringies and regular points. Oh, everything is jism. Two hundred <laughs> points to Matt Awesome for that disgusting oh, in reference. God, everything is jism. All right, point POB. All right, of game two, who do you pick for your win? Uh, I need a. I need yep. Sean yep. Scott the Rock and Christopher Walken again. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we have Jeff Hardy handing out Heisenberg's blue glass meth. Uh, Roman Reigns with frosted cherry uwas. <laughs> Uh, Hulk Hogan's giving out crackerjacks. Randy Orton's shitting in your bag. Vince McMahon is killing minority children. Uh, James Storm is handing out IOUs with much regret. Uh, Bob Orton with Hep C and arm casts. Big E with Take 5. Jerry Lawler with roofies. I mean chocolate. Um, Psycho Sid stabbing you with a pair of scissors. Five knuckle truffles from John Cena. Almond milk ice cream bars from CM Punk. Uh, Alicia Fox is still in the bathroom, and then there's Pat Patterson. Five knuckle truffles. Five knuckle truffles. Adrian Cotton wins part two. Okay, so now it's Josie's first entry versus Adrian Cotton's second entry. All right, so Sting modified Frankenfurter versus John Cena's five knuckle truffles. Who is who gets the additional fifty and wins the ultimate game? Ooh, wow, I think Josette takes it. All right, all right. Just, Joseph Myers, you have won the Halloween two-parter. Adrian Cotton, you also get the you you get the W as a two-parter, but you do not get the additional points. Y'all got beat got, by a girl. But he did get additional points, but not additional additional points. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, that was your uh, Halloween theme game. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll do something else Halloween related next week, or we might record late and Halloween will be gone. Who the hell knows? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a yeah. well before or well after. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that person didn't play this week. So, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's you Halloween. You silly anyway. Americans in your uh, Halloween. You, you can spear the Aussie. That's a bunch of ass. I'll see <laughs> you guys next week. I got a rock. No, he's going to spear Don West. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, he front bumped. Did you see that? <laughs> Don West front bumped. <laughs> oh, on the ground, and it hurts so bad. I'm swimming in the spirit. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to close out the show with an effing jackhammer. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. No, he's going to no, jackhammer. Oh, no. oh, oh, those Prince Justice Brotherhood shirts saved my neck from being broken. <laughs> that man is not a trained wrestler. Oh. Ah. Oh. This yeah. is the greatest night in the history of our podcast. Send in more centuries so I can spear them next time. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a uh, that was ha- hell in a cell. That was Halloween. I mean, that was that was a lot. That there. was Halloween. That was Halloween. That was Halloween.
Halloween. All right, guys. I got nothing else to say, but we shall see you guys. Wait, wait, wait. Dolph, did you think I was coming out here to propose to you? No, you're crazy. <laughs> oh, honey, I came out here to let you know that I've moved on. In fact, I've found a new man. And Dolph, I want you to see what a real man looks like. I'm a man that needs no introduction. But judging by your little ensemble here, Dolph, it looks like you refused to move past um, 1985? It's a good year. I know. Back to the Future, I think. So yeah, let me clue you in. They call me the gorgeous one. The King of Cuteville and the Sultan of Selfies. But you, you can call me Tyler Breeze. And when I heard that my beautiful summer ray of sunshine was being mistreated by some uggo? Well, I had no choice but to fly right here from my seasonal residence in Monte Carlo to be by her side. And now together, we're about to give WWE a much-needed facelift. You know, I've seen a thousand of you come and a thousand of you go, and you lazy millennials think. Oh, look at that! How to raise the tank in Dolph! Whoa! And here comes Dolph Ziggler! Oh, making a statement here tonight, guys. Yeah, right in the knee. Oh, no, no.